You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Browns. Hope everybody had a fantastic weekend. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd on Twitter. The show itself, at Lockdown Browns. Follow back account. DMs are open. You guys know the drill. Best way to keep you connected with me so we can continue to put out the best and freshest content for you folks on the daily, 10 days away from the 2021 NFL Draft in Cleveland, Ohio. Your episode of Lockdown Browns today is brought to you by the fine folks over at Built Bar. Remember to use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your next order when you go to BuiltBar.com. As I said, we are 10 days away from the 2021 NFL Draft. We will get into some things here today. Obviously, we are going to talk uh, Mock Draft Monday. Uh, We have uh, Ben Solak from the Draft Network, of course, part of Locked On's latest Mock Draft. Um, we're going to do a little segment here over the next uh, few shows of the you know, most popular positions the Browns should be looking at in the 2021 NFL draft here. So we're going to do a wide receiver from every round of the draft coming up uh, April 28th through the 30th. 30th, we're going to take some listener questions. Uh, you know, just a lot of stuff, a lot of fun here, uh, you know, basically checking boxes. Uh, crossing T's, dotting I's as we get ready for the Browns to start making some selections come Thursday night, April 28th. So I opened up Ben Solak, and Ben, I'm sorry, I like you. You work your damn ass off. Uh, Ben's latest mock, one rounder today on the Draft Network. As through as so, we scroll to number 26. The Cleveland Browns do not make a selection at 26. They trade with the Buffalo Bills, so they swap 26 for 30. The Browns get an extra fifth rounder in this year's draft. They also get a seventh rounder in the 2022 NFL draft with the 26th pick. The Bills select Aziz Oljolari, Edge, out of the University of Georgia. Okay, makes me wonder where and how, what the Browns do with the 30th selection. So I scroll down to the 30th selection, and Mr. Solak gives the Browns Jason Owa. Edge out of Penn State. Owa is a fantastic, incredible, one of the more elite athletes at the Ed's position in the last 15 to 20 years, if not more. Just an absolute freak. Uh, my problem with Owa is with zero sacks last year, that makes you a little concerned. And of course, there is the old, uh, you know, disruption is production type of line from Josh Norris years ago. And obviously other people have adopted it since then. Uh, I'm just not sure if it's the biggest need. I probably, I mean, I'm still looking corner with the Browns first selection, unless something changes here in the coming days. Um, but to pass on old to take Jason Owa, that would be a tough pill for me to swallow. Even if my thoughts are set and my mind is set that the biggest need for the Browns currently with that top selection is going to be the corner back position. Something I've been thinking about the last couple of days, and this is probably coming a lot from if you guys didn't check out our Sheldon Richardson reaction episode that went up uh, you know, Friday night uh, where Pete Smith joined. 
was Pete's thinking on, you know, how the Browns are maybe just going to go with a couple of tanks at defensive tackle. Uh, Andrew Billings being one looking to acquire another one. You have Jordan Elliott. You certainly have Malik Jackson. Uh, those guys can play against the run uh, athletic enough to do more than just that though. It made me wonder if, you know, the Browns are thinking this route and maybe looking to go more athletic and at more at times more bringing edge players in the interior, nickel and dime, if they're going to be in it a ton, uh, essentially that's going to become your base. It makes me wonder if the Browns may have more interest in Gregory Rousseau than we all think. Uh, he's by far the tallest edge in the class. Um, Weight-wise, he's very similar to Miles Garrett. He is very similar to J- Davian Clowney coming out. A lot of his success at the University of Miami was from the inside. Uh, keep in mind, Russo really only has one year of tape at Miami, and that was not the 20 season. That was obviously the 2019 season. I uh, certainly had a field day destroying my Florida State Seminoles. Uh, I just wonder if the, the Browns are going to go this route. You know, Rousseau with his height, his length, his ability to get his hands up, the fact that he has experience already in the inside, uh, you're going to take some time to groom him before you maybe essentially hand over a starting edge position in 2022, or, you know, you continue going the route you're going where you're going to slide bigger, taller, athletic defensive ends inside. Uh, makes me wonder if Gregory Rousseau is a name that maybe we're sleeping on here as possible possible first-round target. He's certainly not going to be there at 59, uh, but certainly could be a target for the Browns at pick 26 or even in a trade-down scenario, as uh, Ben Solak had suggested You know, uh, in his mock draft. Uh, there was another one I saw from somebody at CBS Sportsline. I got about three rounds deep in it, and I said, I am not even going to discuss that mock draft because I felt it was just – way too far off the mark. So I do keep this in mind. I'm, I'm wondering if, again, if Gregory Rousseau is a more popular name in the Browns war room than we think maybe if they are going to go with this adjusted, adapted approach of playing bigger, taller, heavier edges inside more, just enhancing and giving their defense the most athletic fronts they possibly can we're going to get to more here. As I said, we're going to go through, we're going to give you a wide receiver in each of the seven rounds that can maybe fit the Cleveland Browns as they're going to look to add at least one or two in this 2021 NFL draft. We'll also have some listener questions that we're going to get to. Jeff Lloyd, riding solo on your latest Locked on Browns. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure do bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly 
meaningful. When I looked at these and I had my wife look at them, Michelle Fanta Fantanici ring stood out as the one I would buy her as a gift. It's a conversation piece, so unique and cool. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over. College basketball may be over, but the NBA, the NHL, MLB, and NFL draft prop bets are all in full swing. Bet online even offer even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head to the website or use the mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Locked on is the word you are looking for, all caps, no space. Bet online, your online sports book experts. As I said, we will continue here on Locked On Browns. Uh, We're going to do this over the next few episodes. Browns positions of need in this 2021 NFL draft. We're going to try and poke through the holes and find you a player to fit maybe what the Browns need in every round. Today we'll do the wide receiver position. But again, whether it is iTunes, whether it is Spotify, whether it is the brand new Odyssey app, make sure you are following Locked On Browns, just like I made my kids do. And make sure you are leaving those five-star ratings and written reviews. Uh, We'll start here today with the wide receiver position. Like I said, the goal is to find a Browns fit in each one of the seven rounds. This way gives you an idea of some names you may hear if the Browns do go that position in said round. Round one, uh, you think, you know, Chase Smith, Waddle, those names are all probably going to go pretty quickly. Um, there's one, and he seems to be a darling among the Browns community. Uh, if he's available at 26, it certainly makes things very, very interesting. Out of the University of Minnesota, Rashad Bateman. Uh, Rashad was uh, fantastic his first two years in Minnesota. Uh, this past season, even with a, a you know coming back from a rough case of COVID, Rashad Bateman looked pretty solid in his 2020 play. Uh, He's a great route runner. I love the way he comes across the field. He is so smart at finding an open window for his quarterback, whether it's a scramble drill or when the quarterback's got to step away from his initial reads in the pocket and then basically adapt on the fly. Rashad Bateman in round one would be a fantastic fit for Coach Kevin Stefanski and Baker Mayfield. Round two, um, we'll give you two here uh, because I think the odds are maybe you'll have a shot at one of them. It is either of the Moors, um, more out of Mississippi. Uh, I think he's just a dream fit here. He's shown more to be able to do uh, the full route tree. He should be able to get a little bit, be able to get more vertical than the Browns currently can uh, constructed. This is, of course, speaking without Odell Beckham Jr. in the mix last year. He has better, ver- has better vertical game than Rashard Higgins, than Jarvis Landry. He's just a better athlete. Um, he fits into working from the slot. The Browns could, if they wanted, start using their tight ends, put them outside. Austin Hooper uh, certainly has the size. David Njoku has done this before in the past. Harrison Bryant certainly has a size. You can put your tight ends on the outside, put your 
uh, wide receivers in the slot position. You could certainly do that with Elijah Moore, or you could certainly do that with Rondell Moore out of Purdue. Rondell Moore, five foot seven, but he is yoked up. And we've talking about in the past year where the Browns like to, you know, show these jet sweep looks, run these jet sweeps, um, just anything to, you know, obviously, you know, keep the defense confused, keep them on their toes. And basically sometimes it's just noise um, and the defense, you know, they have to take responsibility for it. But if you truly want to be successful with it and you truly want to use it, a player like Rondell Moore is totally capable of that. Um, he has experience, you know, running the ball behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, he's not obviously going to win a lot of jump balls at five foot seven, but he'd be great in the slot. He's got great speed. He's got a big, thick build. He's able to uh, take and absorb punishment. Uh, I think the reason Rondell Moore is not getting as spoken of as much as he was after 2019, certainly because of a limited you know, playing time in 2020, originally opted out, then opted back in. But Rondell Moyler is going to be a force in the NFL. Uh, it may take a little time to you know, shake the rust off of not getting a complete 2020 season under his belt, but Rondell Moore, certainly a player on Sundays in the future. Round three, uh, Teelan Wallace out of Oklahoma State. Now, this is a team that heavily ran the ball. Uh, Teelan Wallace, uh, he was a good blocker, which we, as we all know, is something that's important to uh, Coach Stefanski. You know, something Rashard Higgins went through last year where he had to put in the effort uh, in blocking for the run game in order to, you know, have his number called a little bit more in playing offense. Um, great on the vertical ball. Uh, he tested well enough, not elite, certainly not Elijah Moore, certainly not Rondell Moore, but he did test well enough that he could be of, you know, a, a solid contributor. You're going to use him maybe as your fourth, fifth wide receiver as a rookie, but the Browns are going to have a ton of decisions to make, uh, whether it's Jarvis Landry, whether it's Obel Beckham Jr., whether it's Rashard Higgins, as far as your 2022 wide receiver room. And Seelan Wallace can certainly be a part of somebody who's going to make a difference as far as that goes in 20, uh, 2022, but also could be something that, uh, of a solid pick here in 2021 with either that 89 selection or selection 91. Now for the fourth or fifth round, I am going to give you two names. Um, these could probably apply in either round. Um, Anthony Schwartz, it's kind of hard to figure out. Um, I know I'm higher on him than most others. Uh, you run a four two seven. <laughs> That's going to happen. Uh, the other name here would be Amir Smith uh, Marset from Iowa. Uh, either player, um, great athletes. Uh, Schwartz is four two seven. I just think is a dream scenario for a Browns offense that is looking to add verticality. Verticality. Uh, Smith uh, Schwartz obviously has experience. Uh, running into rounds, being used in this jet sweep motion that I talked about earlier, where you know, you're trying to confuse your defensive opponent, you're trying to keep them on your toe on their toes, doing anything you can essentially just to create another diversion, something else for the defense to think about. Uh, Smith Marset out of Iowa does a little bit of everything. Um, I'm not sure he's as polished a receiver as some of the other guys in this class, but again, that's okay. Um, you already have your top four, if not top five, wide receivers set kind of in stone here for the Browns with Odell, with Jarvis, with Richard, with Donovan Peoples-Jones, and of course, Kaderil Hodge, who they are huge, huge fans of due to his blocking skills and due to his special team skills. Uh, but either one of those names, possibly fourth, fifth round, Anthony Schwartz and Amir Smith-Marset. Round six, you're going to talk um, the other North Carolina wide receiver, uh, Daz Newsom. Uh, everybody, uh, Diami Brown, everybody's huge fans. Uh, Daz Newsom, 
there's there's still some work to be done. Certainly not a finished project, which is going to happen with anybody that you're mentioning on deep th- on day three. Um, but he shows willing to, he, he shows the ability to get open. Um, he can contribute and is willing to block. Certainly a guy that you wouldn't you know kick out of bed so to speak for um, as far as looking at somebody to develop. Again, the Browns are going to have a lot of holes. They're going to have to fill in the coming years at the wide re- receiver position. Daz Newsom. On day three, perhaps sixth round, could be somebody that Browns could be, bring in, uh, obviously give a little time to learn and hopefully be more of a stronger contributor in 2022. Round seven, and a couple of years ago, this guy was a hot name. Of course, Florida State, again, is not, you know, did not have, you know, the prowess of the last few years, you know, that they had been accustomed to. Uh, but a few years ago, Tamaron Terry was a, it was a big time name. I mean, a couple of deep touchdown passes, uh, in Miami against the U. Uh, he's able to get vertical. Um, a little bit raw, almost kind of everything how that he does, uh, refinement certainly needed. Uh, but there was a time where Tam- Tamaron Terry was a serious player and a guy who got serious, um, respect from the draft community. Um, that seems to have faded away now. I've heard barely almost nothing about him through this draft cycle. Uh, but Tamaron Terry, somebody to get on day three, probably in round seven, if not an undrafted free agent at this point. That's how crazy the cycle has gone for this player. Uh, Tamaron Terry, certainly somebody I'd be invested in and putting a selection in uh, on uh, on day three in round seven. We're going to get to a little bit more here, your listener questions on your Monday edition of Locked On Browns with your host, Jeff Lloyd. The Improved Bill Bar is even deliciouser. And the 18 amazing flavors, including nut and non-nut flavors. Six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and they're easy to chew. Built Bar is great for the health-conscious guy or gal. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. The bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. They are great with the keto diet. The flavor profile for your cookies and cream bar, 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And we'll close out today's episode of Locked on Browns with your listener questions. Um, First one from the Browns fan down under. They put a poll up. Um, How many selections will the Browns actually make in the 2021 NFL draft. Uh, it was either six and a half or under or over six and a half. I think the Browns will end up taking seven players. So I'll take the over six and a half. Uh, I don't think they're going to make all nine selections like everybody else does. Cause the last thing you want to do is use a draft pick and end up releasing that player uh, Labor Day weekend. So I don't think the Browns are going to get into that position. Uh, who knows? Could be wrong. Um, gut tells me, I think the Browns will make seven selections overall in the 2021 NFL draft. From Carson Williams, do the Browns make a big trade to move up? Obviously, this has been a popular conversation topic over the last few weeks. The question when you're talking trade up is, what are you trading up for? Uh, the Browns just created you know, an opening at defensive tackle with the release of Sheldon Richardson. The only defensive tackle that is going to go in round one is Christian Barmore from the University of Alabama. Now, the problem with that is, is 
if he is the only defensive tackle that carries a grade to go in round one, yeah, you'd have to trade up probably to get him because he has no competition. But the problem is, is, you know, how far do you have to go up and how much you can have to give up to get that? And I don't think the Browns made this decision on Friday on Sheldon Richardson, knowing that there's one defensive tackle who carries a first round grade and putting all your eggs in one basket to trade up to get Christian Bauermar. Other options certainly would be, you know, edge rusher certainly would be cornerback. Uh, Quiddy Pay, would you trade up for Quiddy Pay? One of the knocks on Quiddy Pay is that he lined up everywhere along the defensive line for uh, while well, during his days at Michigan, which probably has appeal to the Browns. It's certainly not something that would discourage them from having interest in Quiddy Pay. That would probably have more appeal. But again, at his size, 6'2", that's not something that's probably going to look where, hey, it's great that he can play on the inside. He probably doesn't have the length or the height that they're looking to put inside. If you're thinking about a player like Clowney, you're thinking about a player like Miles Garrett, also maybe why I mentioned Gregory Rousseau. J.C. Horn, something happens. He starts slipping. For me, the top cornerback in the class, yeah, uh, he starts. He even gets to 20. I, I'd possibly be interested in maybe moving up and going ahead and snagging that player. But again, the thing with trading up is what are you going up after four? And what exactly is it going to cost you? Who would you consider to be on the roster bubble pre-draft? From Ben Bullock, number 51, right off the bat. Um, uh, Others, hmm. I think they already trimmed most of the fat here, but I would say our days of 51 on the Browns roster are over. From Norman Kajua, realistically, who is your pick if the Browns stay at 26? I'm thinking Farley or JOK, unless they trade back to an early second round pick. Farley would be outstanding. Um, if you can get any one of the top four corners at 26, that would be a gift. Um, everybody says top four. I'll say top five with Asante Samuel Jr. Uh, Jeremiah Usu Karamoa, what I love about the player Um but you know, is he going to play right away? Do you, are you drafting him to be your nickel and dime linebacker? Um, guy hits like a truck. There's no questions about that. So it'd certainly be interesting. Um, you know, and but don't forget here, uh, Norman as well. Uh, wide receiver could possibly be in that mix if the Browns stay at 26. Uh, from Jacob Roach, I get asked this: and uh, is there a player or two that if the Browns took a round one would cause you to chuck your drink of choice across the room? Uh, Jason Owa is one. Any player who plays linebacker is two. I would say defensive tackle if it's not Christian Barmore. Um, any others, any others, any others. Um, probably not any others. You know, Wide receiver, I'd probably be okay. I mean, safety, whether it was JOK or Trevon Bowrig, understanding they're not going to play a lot right away, certainly – Gives you know some pause and some hesitation uh, from the Jake. Uh, Jake, we did kind of answer your question along with somebody else's, so I am sorry there as well. Uh, trade up into the back. We have nine picks. It seems some strategic trade ups outs can be expected. Where do you see these happening? Trade up into the first or back into the second? I can also see us packaging some picks for twenty twenty two. Thoughts, and that comes from MRW. Uh, I do agree. Um, there could be the possibility where the Browns trade back from 26 and maybe trade up from 59, basically exchanging whatever capital they use to go back from 26 to use to get up from 59. I think you're, you know, you want hopefully maybe two cracks at the top 50, 
maybe even the top 45. If you're looking to go corner, wide receiver, you can get those two handled out of the way. Then you have 89 and 91, where you could possibly look defensive tackle. You could certainly look edge. Um, I think wide receiver is a little bit more important than people think, just due to the fact that the Browns, again, are going to want to be in on these decisions and changes one year early as opposed to one year late. And again, you have four wide receivers who possibly could not be with the Browns in 2022. So a lot of work is going to have to be done on that front. Um, here's one, one positional group that one positional group that the Browns may be looking at in the draft that people aren't expecting. I'd say running back. Uh, the Browns run the ball. They run it a lot. They run it really well. Uh, Nick Chubb does not have a contract beyond the 2021 season. Uh, Kareem Hunt seems to play better when Nick Chubb is available for the Browns as the feature back for the Browns. It certainly didn't go so well for Kareem Hunt last year. So again, you know, getting maybe a running back in here, getting him acclimated with the system, getting him some time on the field, and you have a, an emergency contingent. If something happens to Kareem Hunt, if something happens to Nick Chubb and they were to miss a little bit of time, you have somebody ready to go. But again, you're ready to go for 2022. And again, if you're finding a way to get money for Nick Chubb, maybe you're not going to keep Kareem Hunt. If Nick Chubb becomes too costly, you're going to want a running back to comp- to pair with Kareem Hunt for 2022. We've discussed some mock drafts here. We've discussed why I think Gregory Rousseau may be still very much in play for the Cleveland Browns somewhere between maybe picks 26 and 40. I gave you a wide receiver from each of the seven rounds that could possibly match the Browns fit come the draft starting April 28th. And we have gone over and taken and answered a bunch of your listener questions. We are full throttle as we are you know, getting closer and closer to April 28th, the 2021 NFL draft. And of course, for all of you, um, going to attend, have a blast, enjoy, be safe, enjoy the living daylights out of it as your city, Cleveland, Ohio, gets to be put on the spotlight, gets to have the highlight, everybody, all eyes on Cleveland for the 2021 NFL draft. Again, whether it is iTunes, whether it is Spotify, whether it is the brand new Odyssey, make sure you are subscribed. I'm sorry, not subscribed. You are following Locked On Browns, leaving five-star ratings and written reviews. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB.